Hello, what have we here? Welcome to IDP Nation, the place for IDP and draft coverage. We are your hosts, Dan and Daryl. We have you covered from your LB One Year Taxi Squad. We are IDP Nation. And we are back once again. Less than a week, and we'll have another less than a week coming up here. Uh, we are joined by Hollywood. How's it going? Uh-oh. Pretty good, Dan. How are you? I think that internet is striking again. <laughs> are you? Oh, no. Are you? Oh, no. Now, that was a little bit more immediate reaction. Okay. And that giggle you heard was from Kyle from the Fantasy Football Fellows. <laughs> <laughs> what's up guys thanks for having me back uh it's, it's been a minute since we've uh we've talked on the podcast here i did uh dan hung out with you for the uh, a little bit on the draft show you guys did which was a freaking marathon man but you guys yeah. you guys definitely killed it there so i appreciate the invite back uh, thanks yeah daryl's still a little awesome uh, angry about that but <laughs> oh, <I'm pissed. laughs> yeah he's angry at spectrum internet the other night too, <laughs> I'm so it's tough man like and oh, even God. even where I'm at, my internet isn't like the best. Um, and yeah, it can get frustrating, you know, if, if things aren't working right in general. So when it's something out of your control, it sucks. I get it. Yeah. And we have kind of no name internet too. So especially out here where I live, because it's the only one. Yeah, we, we don't have much choice. It's funny. We moved out to the you know country, I guess. You know, I called Comcast and I'm like, hey, when can you come hook up stuff? And they're like, uh, yeah, we don't service that. Area. I'm like, uh, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> you're everywhere. You're supposed to be everywhere, and right. like, you know. But yeah, and, and apparently, yeah. Uh, I heard that Verizon's FiOS they they have like the wires in the ground. They just haven't done anything. So whatever this Armstrong company has, they must have pictures on oh, somebody. Wow. <laughs> yeah, keeping, maybe they're, they're keeping they're keeping that good internet on the ground. Um, so yeah, it is definitely uh startup season and it's definitely um i've been getting bombarded with uh startup requests we just did our second listener league startup started at four o'clock um our original listener league we started that draft earlier today and uh we just have drafts going on and on and on um we brought kyle on uh we're gonna (laughs) mainly we're gonna chat about um, we took all three of us uh, took uh, part in a draft that took about a week or so, you know, thanks to a London guy. Uh, I think it's two people that held us up most of the time. The Seek and Destroy League uh, has a lot of people that you might recognize um, in the league. Uh, Kyle's in it, uh, FF Blitz, and Madman from the Dynasty Trades HQ. You have John Debari, who's on the Fantasy 40 and does a bunch of other things and sends uh, weird memes and gifs to everybody. Uh, he's good for that. And uh, Walk is also in that league as well. Um, I think the the London guy is uh, JD Hanmore, right? Is that, mm-hmm. Yep. That is? Yeah. Yes. 
And I'm probably forgetting somebody. Tim Sambor. I think Tim was the guy that held up the draft forever. <laughs> it, it's it's definitely <laughs> a, a solid group, though, man. And, oh, and yeah, yeah. It's a good group. We've had a few guys in and out, but yeah. it's pretty good, man. It's fun. Yeah, and um, it, it's a fun league. Uh, I came in second last year, Dabari. Uh, took me out with, I think he had Lamar Jackson. He had to have, I think that's everybody with Lamar Jackson won last year. Did, so. did Debari win that league? I couldn't tell. He's never mentioned it. Never at all. <laughs> at all. He's never mentioned who won the league. Yeah. Uh, but we, we, we definitely <laughs> wanted to talk this league because Kyle seemed like had a pick like every other pick or had like five in a row at one point or something like that. <sighs> um, so it, it is an IDP league. Um, so we will be talking some IDP, not just offense here. Um, and even though, you know, that's the, the specialty of the fellows, the, the redraft and things. Uh, but showing off some IDP knowledge here with his yeah. acquisitions and, and picks here. Um, we don't have much news and notes um, as far as things go. We do have a couple questions, I think, that came in. I think we just had one. So we'll talk about that. Um We'll also maybe take a minute to talk about DeAndre Levy, whose uh, name was resurrected from the dead today as I was researching information. I'm like, hey, I remember him. He was high, he was like a one-year wonder and then disappeared forever. <laughs> so he led the league in uh, fantasy points for linebackers and then disappeared completely. We got trades galore. I might be on the, the clock here in one league soon daryl might be on the clock in our listener league uh i'm not sure yeah we'll have to check that out here um we'll talk about that for a few minutes uh i've kicked off the autism speaks eliminators uh starting to collect information if you're interested in joining one of those eliminators the eliminators are fun they're best ball you draft and that's about it you get kicked out when you had the lowest score of the week, and uh, hopefully there's 17 yep. weeks in this NFL season. Uh, if there's not, I guess we'll have to like kick out two a week or something like that. I don't know. We'll, we'll adapt and change if need be, but the the premise that we're going with is 17 teams. There's going to be one celebrity or analyst in your group. Uh, some of those are to be determined. We're still collecting people and collecting. Uh, interested people. Uh, I'm going to do offense only leagues. I'm going to do IDP just to, so there's more people involved and we can get some more money to charity. So if you're interested, click my pinned tweet. Uh, it's, you know, been uh, retweeted a few times. Uh, there's a Google form you can fill out. I got all high tech this year. Uh, so fill out the Google <laughs> form, check off the ones mm. you're interested in. So far, we got a few interested in offense only, one super flex, one QB. And uh, it's 10 bucks, um, and you can win 50 If you choose to donate that money, that's up to you. I'm not going to tell you, no, you can't have it. I'm giving it to charity. You know, you can have the 50 bucks if you win and the $10 if you come in second. And then $100 goes to charity. Um, most of it will go to Autism Speaks. I might try to find a couple other autism charities to donate it to as well. Um, but that is something we're doing here, or I'm doing here. And Daryl doesn't have a choice. He's going to do one of them. Um, he would anyway. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, we have some more people that might do them. Uh, best ball's great. In fact, those are the only types of leagues I like to join anymore because I can't handle setting any more lineups on a Sunday morning. So 
Uh, I don't know. Dra- Drafting is <laughs> the best part anyway, man. Yeah. So you're getting, you're getting the, you're getting the goods yes, and yeah. then you don't have to worry about, like you said, yeah, it's perfect. That I should really take up that strategy. Yeah. I keep adding these freaking leagues and then <laughs> it's great. And then <laughs> yeah. the season hits, it's like, ah, damn it. You know, past me really screwed me over. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you, what are you doing without the draft app? Cause I know you would do like a, a draft app best ball, like once or twice a week. Oh man, dude, I, I miss it. And, I, I honestly, and I haven't looked at, I know Yahoo released theirs a couple weeks ago, um, some best ball stuff, but, uh, and I think I posted this on Twitter and I was talking about it with some buddies too. I was just like, man, what a missed opportunity. Um, you know, no one could have foreseen what we're dealing with now with everybody, you know, really you kind of, you know, on this lockdown and everything with, with the COVID-19 stuff. But I, I mean, they, they really, I felt like had the market on, just a really user-friendly, you know, mobile app, quick, easy to use, you know, buck here and there, um, easy stuff. Like NFL are great and everything, but it just, it wasn't as, it, to me, it, it just didn't feel as user-friendly as the draft app, man. And yeah, you're right. I was throwing them out there. You know, I'd probably have at least two or three going at one time throughout the entire summer um, last year. I think I ended up with about, um, about 25 of those um, last year. Uh, around there and it was fun man just kind of kept you like in touch with ADP too a little bit obviously adjusting for for best ball but man it's it's rough unfortunately I'm probably gonna fill my life with more startups and <laughs> like like you said that's not good <laughs> come season because I I don't want to set those lineups <laughs> yeah no. I was telling Daryl within a half hour I was invited to two 32 team I think it's single copy leagues and I'm like oh like oh man that's i would rough, yeah. like to do that but because yeah. i i think it's it's more challenging when you you know have you know you have the option to start yeah. zero you know you have to decide which which positions you're just going to punt because with 32 teams you you can't have a stacked team in every position so right and this right. is like idp like i don't know i don't know if it's offensive line too i didn't really look at the stuff <laughs> i didn't have time Dang to look dude. at it but <laughs> i kind of don't want to look at it because i'm like do I really want? But then again, I'm working from home, so like Don't in between, you know, you know, lunch breaks and stuff, you know, I got an extra couple hours a day that I'm not driving, so right. Um, it, it is nice to not have the commute, and although I'm well behind on my podcasts because normally I'm dealing with <laughs> my kids in homeschool, so like today I could just sit here and you know my wife was home, so I could just sit here and listen to a podcast while I'm working and zone out and stuff but mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's rough trying to like you know listen to kindergarten you know what's two plus three and you're just like yeah. oh my god <laughs> i gotta sit through this whole thing <laughs> and the thing is if you don't sit through it then y- your kindergartner just disappears like you know yeah. just be a blank screen there your teacher <laughs> will be like brayden where'd you go <laughs> but uh it, I was telling you guys off air that I have a funny story that, uh, and this is why I hate Reddit. One of the other reasons I hate Reddit. There was a dude who, who was in like a, I don't know, like a, a Reddit room. I don't know if it was fantasy or just NFL or whatever was, um, now they have gotten, I don't know the exact handle or whatever. They've gotten a couple pieces of big information that's dropped over the past few weeks, like a little bit before it actually dropped, whether they guessed or they actually got some information or something. I don't know what was, mm-hmm. they, they'd gotten a few things right. So they were talking about, 
a big trade between Cleveland and Seattle. So Seahawks fans all day on Twitter are like, you know, I hear big trades coming, blah, blah, blah. At like like six, eight hours later or whatever, the dude posts that it is it was exactly like, you know, so many days, so many years since the fail Mary game where Golden <laughs> Tate, you know, caught, he caught the ball. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but uh, it, it was a Packer fan trolling <laughs> yeah. Seattle fans, mm. basically. Yeah. And they're like, this is my revenge for the fail Mary game. <laughs> I'm like, Dang, man. I'm like, some that's... people have way too much time on their hands. But yeah, but then again, yeah. you know, we we also, I don't know, got them back, I guess, preemptively by destroying their hopes and dreams when we came back with like two minutes left in the game in the NFC championship. Yeah, that was that NFC was a crazy one, man. Yeah. They've had some there's definitely been some interesting uh, games between those two teams. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because, you know, rivalries have kind of changed in my mind as far as, you know, who my biggest, you know, hated team is. Mm -hmm. Um, The Rams and Niners are always up there. The Cardinals are up there. So my division's, you know, pretty constant. But then they suck for so many years in a row that you kind of like write them off. Uh, But the Packers are probably that team outside of the NFC West. You know, gotcha. you can go back to the AFC West too. I hate the Broncos. <laughs> Although that's just because my cousin was an a hole and he's a Broncos fan. So, yeah, they can do that. Too, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would, uh, I would say like, especially as as a Cowboys fan, like, uh, we've had those big games with the Packers too. The unfortunate thing of you know, as opposed yeah. to the Seahawks, man, we come out on the wrong end of it whenever it really matters. Yeah, and uh, you know, we've we beat them a couple of times handily, actually, in a few spots, but like early regular season games didn't matter, um, you know, and we've lost in the playoffs to them multiple times and, you know, a dagger shot uh, a few years back and, a, you know, Rodgers killed us doing his thing. So, yeah, man, that's – yeah, that's definitely – Packers seem to have that effect, I think, on people, you know, just because, you know, of Aaron yeah. Rodgers probably, but so. Well, yeah, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, uh, although they, they, they have uh, – they, they had a bad draft night, so. Dude, yeah, I, that was we talked about that on our show too. Just from the stand, and the thing that's crazy is just, and it's obviously well documented, I think, at, at, across many medias. But I mean, you just you haven't given this guy much help at all on the offensive side of the ball his entire career. I mean, you've you've you keep drafting defense first round every single year. You know, you haven't drafted a guy earlier than the third round since Adams. Um, it's just, it's, it's crazy. And then not only do they finally address it in the first round, they draft your replacement and yeah, yeah just, it's hilarious. So <laughs> yeah. Did you, did you see the, yeah, I think it was the ESPN headline grabber guy or whatever his name was. He was like, uh, he said that Jordan Love was going to have more Super Bowls than Aaron Rodgers. Oh my God. Uh, for the Packers. I'm like, is that Ro- all right. Ravel, Daryl, Darren Ravel. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, and yeah, enjoy those, all those wow. clicks, I guess. And you know, mentions, but I don't know. That seems that seems a little out there to me, you know, but I mean, the guy's yeah. a big question mark. Like mm-hmm. he's got arm talent, but yeah, you know, he looked like he didn't look good as a seat as it was a junior this past year. No, he uh, he lost. Uh, um, he lost. Uh, 
to Kent State in a bowl game yeah. at the end of last year. And my both yeah. my parents went to Kent State, and I grew up like outside of outside of Kent, Ohio, okay. um, when I was real little. So I, oh, okay. you know, uh, but the the Kent State football is trash. It is the worst, <laughs> and that was their first. <laughs> bowl win ever that was their first bowl win ever like they never make they, they barely oh, make bowl man. games let alone win them yeah. um so that was pretty fun i watched that game and i was like and i watch a ton of college football I'll, you know i'll just be honest um you know I, I i start tuning in once these guys go nfl eligible but um but yeah i remember watching that game and i'm like man they've been talking about this love kid for two years and he just lost to Kent State, so yeah. <laughs> but but I, I mean obviously he's got he's got some raw skill uh, but to me, when you're throwing out a comment like that, it's just like, you know, it's I, as Rogers has showed you, he has one. That's what he's, you know, it's right. just, it's, there's a lot more factors than go, that goes into, oh, yeah. uh, you know, Super Bowl wins than what you can do by yourself. I mean, look at, look at all the quarterbacks that have none, you know, Dang. so. Yeah, Dan yeah, Reno comes to mind. Like, you know, he, he could be one of the greatest quarterbacks to never mm-hmm. win one. Like, Right, probably is the best one to never win one. Uh, right, Drew Brees only has one. Right, Peyton Manning has what two? I think he has two. He has two. Yeah, the second got, one was won by Von Miller. Yeah, basically. he got yeah, he got carried. Uh, he got carried <laughs> to that second one. But yeah. I'll give him. I'll he can have that one in my opinion. He he did enough carrying on his own and never got rewarded thanks to Tom Brady. So yeah, uh, you know he can have that second one, I guess. But yeah, I mean it's it's interesting. It will we'll see how that one pans out, but. Yeah, definitely was a, a crazy draft for uh, for Green Bay, to say the least. Yeah, it was. And um, speaking of drafts, we were with you when the Cowboys had uh, a C.D. Lamb just, you know, or not, uh, yeah, C.D. Lamb. Yeah. Just fall in your laps. Yes. <laughs> like, and, you know, your initial reaction was yes, but then you're like, how many three receivers that are really, I mean, that's, you know, you get three receivers that are really good. It sucks for fantasy because, mm-hmm. you know, I have a feeling it's going to be like the Mike Evans, Chris Godwin thing of last year where who who gets the game here? Because you're going to have all three of them, I think, having their games. Um, yeah, I yeah, I looked at that. Um, yeah, because initially as a fan, I was like, hell yes. Like, this well, guy's uber talented. <laughs> and that's it's freaking awesome. You know, and they, they did the right thing because they, yeah. they definitely had needs on defense. No doubt. I mean, he, he fell right into lap. Like, yeah. He couldn't so he pass uh, it up at that point. Like he was supposed to yeah. go in like the 11, 12 range. And you're sitting mm-hmm. what, like 18 or 19. And Yeah. And, and that we were, um, when we were sitting there too, like there were a lot of things that, you know, just happened to go our way. Um, you know, of teams not taking a, um, not taking a, uh, a wide receiver, you know, obviously San Fran not taking one until after their second pick in the sec in the first round. But I, I think after looking at it too, when I talked about on the fellows podcast, I, I do think that there is enough production to go around um, yeah. for those three guys. Um, just because when you look at, I mean, there was 160 targets out the door with Randall Cobb and Jason Witten mm-hmm. from last year. And Amari doesn't command you know, 150 yeah. targets, you know? So I, I think that you know, realistically, I, I think that right. lamb could be looking at, you know, 90 targets without much of an issue, even yeah. in his rookie year outside of all of the, you know, getting acclimated stuff. but Well, you're going to um, have the red rocket throwing in the ball. So, <laughs> Yeah, dude, people – I mean, tw- you guys know Twitter's nuts, yeah. and Cowboy Cowboy Nation is off their rocker all the time. I just – I can't even, you know. And they're they're freaking uh, out, and everyone – and it's just like, slow your roll. Like, they, they ended up 
it, mm-hmm. it boiled down to it cost them under a million bucks to cut Cooper Rush yeah. and to keep and to sign Andy Dalton. If, if Dalton wins the Super Bowl, he gets seven million dollars, <laughs> and no one's complaining about that. So, oh, yeah. I mean, I was right. I was happy with that. You know, I mean, made sense. So. Yeah, there's people out there. Oh, they're just gonna rescind the franchise tag. I'm like, <laughs> yes, and, and make him a free yeah. agent so you can go sign with New England. Yeah. Like, really? Like, yeah, yeah, that's no. not happening. No, yeah, it's him holding it's out is a better case. But then this also says, well, if you want to hold out, we got a backup option. Mm-hmm. So it kind of yeah. kind of yeah. tips the leverage back to the Cowboys just a hair. Um, yeah, I mean, Jerry always gives in to the big stars, so. It'll eventually happen. Yeah. I mean, right now. <laughs> see, I think right now we are so focused on anything besides like real world news that any any little shred of little anything interesting people are just latching onto and just exploiting because yeah, there's nothing yep. to watch. Yep. Yeah. No doubt. There, there's like I, I think what the um, UFC did huge numbers over the weekend just because everybody's like, you know, ESPN, I think paid big money well, for, sure South, for, for South Korean baseball or something. Yeah. And, uh, and well, NASCAR is coming back on Sunday. Yeah, so they're, they're NASCAR running a bunch of races. Back. So well, they were showing the eye racing and my, yep. I flipped it on one time and my wife is like, you're really like, she gets annoyed when I watch regular racing. Yeah. So she's like, you're really watching <laughs> these guys play a video game. <laughs> Yeah, that, I mean, I'm they, like, there's nothing else on. They they were rolling a million. They rolled a, mu- a million viewers for that for multiple weeks. I mean, it's yeah. it's just like you said, everyone's starved for wow for content right now. So yeah, um, yeah. If I'm as a NASCAR fan, in addition to football, I mean, I'm I'm very excited for NASCAR to come back. Um, so and I'll just shamelessly plug my own stuff, but uh, Fancy Pros, I write for football stuff for them once in a while, um, a couple times a month. Uh, and they, they don't, they don't have any coverage of fancy NASCAR. So if you want some DFS fancy NASCAR coverage, I got green, I got a green light to write that for them, uh, oh, this man. weekend. So, uh, awesome. I, on Twitter I've, at, at Kyle FFL, as you can check it out, I'll post I, it there. I have one of the membership. That's one of the few sites I am a member of because I enjoy their, um, the mock draft things are awesome as well as yeah. the, um, the managing your teams. Yes, because I have like forty of them, fifty <laughs> of them. So I just plug all my teams in there, and like when it comes to Tuesday night waivers, when I'm recording a show, I'm just kind of flipping through. Okay, is there anybody out there worth taking? Um, they they could up their IDP game a little bit, which I actually they, should. Speaking of like every any every platform should mm-hmm. should up their IDP game a little bit because I was Dude. looking for IDP stats today. Exactly. And oh my god! Like, and I'm asking some people that work for some other websites, and I'm like, you know, does your website have this? You know, I need this, this, and this. And they're like, mm. well, we have this, but we don't have this. And I'm like, I want to yeah, give it, you my money. Tough. I want to give you my money. Give me what I want. <laughs> yes, it's super tough to find yeah. good IDP yes. content out there because I, yeah. like I said, I'm not an expert by any means. Like, I could, you know, I I can tell you pretty much everything on the offensive side of the ball that you need to know. But on the defensive side, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm still getting acclimated, I guess, to just even learning, you know, all that. Uh, But I enjoy it. I really do. Um, But man, it's so hard to find stuff. And I'm, you know, so a lot of times I'm just relying on, you know, whatever I can scrape together and it's not easy. Um, So yeah, that's, it's a definitely, it's niche, but uh, 
but yeah, it's fun, man. I feel, I feel like it could get, it could grow even more, you know, if someone, you know, one of like the more premier sites just got behind it a little bit more and like, then like those tides, you know, they rise all ships. Right. So you know, Mike, um, Mike Clay you know. does his part. He, he really does. Yeah. Cause Mike, uh, well, Mike Clay yeah. is the only person I think that knows what IDP is at ESPN, <laughs> um, but he did his projections <laughs> this past week. And Mike Clay, this is a you, you can come on this show anytime and talk IDP. Yeah, you know, because you know he's listening. Obviously, he, he should be. Let's go. But uh, he did projections, <laughs> and, and I I clicked on his projections just just to irritate myself because I'm like, I bet you they're offense only. I clicked. He has all the projections for defense as well, so that was Dang. really cool. So I was like, Mike Clay knows what's up. That's that's um, awesome. He, he's yep. definitely. Somebody. He's from the Philly area, so I should just invite him over to my house. You know, our family. Yeah. We can have a barbecue. There you and, go. You know, stay six feet apart, and <laughs> we can do the show. You know, from yes, from sir. Room. But anyway, um, what was I going to say? I don't even know. Um, if you're looking for good IDP content, <laughs> uh, IDPguys.org has some good stuff. Cheap plug. There you go. Yeah, that's how you do it, show. right there. Yes. yes. We actually have an IDP <laughs> trade calculator too that's free till kickoff. So if you if you have some IDP trades you're kicking around, um, we we do ADP on Sleeper, which I'm hoping as we do these ADPs they they change them because searching for some of these players is, is so. Pain. I'll just I'll just ask you guys because I'm here and I can I got your ears, so why not? Um, I've only played IDP on um, on MFL, so. Uh, and I, if I'm, and I, I played on sleeper though, in other leagues and I'm in a couple dynasty leagues on there, but not IDP. Mm-hmm. So like, how would you guys, you know, rate or consider like sleepers IDP? Like what should people be aware of? I guess, um, if they scroll. wanted to start an IDP on sleeper versus like MFL scroll down. Yeah. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Because they have, and, and this is, they, they have some guys that really shouldn't be on the list as high as they are. Like they still have Luke Keekley and Ryan Shazier and, and mm. they, they still have camp chancellor. Yep. Like they have, they just need somebody. They can hire me. Uh, <laughs> they can pay me. and I'll help them out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so sleeper, if you're listening, yeah, you, know, you can give me money and I'll help you out. Uh, <laughs> they need to get rid of some of the older players that aren't playing. They need to move up the rookies. They need to move up the, um, the, the second year guys like mm-hmm. Mac Wilson is buried oh, yeah. in there. Eight, like yep. we we're doing ADP and at IDP guys, we're, we're running an ADP like three or four times a month to try to get some good numbers. But the problem with the IDP players is you have to really know who you're looking for and kind of follow your ranking sheet to make sure your guys get decent ADP because Mac right. Wilson is getting buried and he should be a lot higher. Um, because he's starting basically linebacker for Cleveland right now, and that you know Joe Schobert's no longer there, and he's like not getting picked, or he's right. getting picked real late. Normally, it's the guy that's running the ADP Morgan that ends up taking him because he's like, mm-hmm. I want to make sure this guy doesn't, you know, so our ADP looks good, you know, because you know when you yeah. put out ADP on your site, you don't want to you know have some guy really low that should be like twenty spots higher. It makes you look foolish if you don't so i try to bring guys up by searching for idp people and you know taking them where you know 
where they should be taken, I guess, and, and ignoring the offense because the offensive guys they'll they'll be fine. The ADP for offense, there's you know a million places to look for that. But we're yeah. looking for IDP combined. Um, you know, it, it is cool to see it. It mm. just is not imperfect science because of the, I guess, platform. But I mean, I. I I prefer my fantasy league. That's where we're doing our second listener league, uh, myfantasyleague.com. Yeah. I, I just, if it, you know, you can run, you can run ADP on it too. So it, for free, yeah. it's just, I guess, sleepers free. And that's, that's one upside to that. But uh, I like right. the NFL for just about everything. We had a couple people gotcha. leave our listener league. Because it wasn't on my fantasy league. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> we had one today, and uh, it's funny because we started our trade, our our uh, draft, our rookie draft in our first league, and the guy, and I was like, he had I hadn't heard from him, and apparently he just deleted the app when the season was over last season. So we were like asking who's you know leaving, if anybody's leaving the league, let us know. He didn't yeah. respond to anything because. He deleted the app immediately after the season was over. Gotcha. So he was not a fan. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I don't, I, I get it. it yeah. I mean, it is, it is what it, I mean, it's free. So you get, yeah. you know, the old adage, like you get what you pay for. Yeah. Um, I've been happy, you know, with other leagues have been on right. there. And, um, you know, not playing on IDP there yet. I can't speak to that, but there's, a, there is some cool stuff to it. There's definitely some things that I would, I would wish that they would put a little bit more effort in and, uh, and things, but, uh, I, you know, it is what it is. So, yeah. um, but, uh, yeah, I, I appreciate the insight on that. Cause that's something I've been wondering about just myself, you know? Yeah. Just scroll down. So yep. That's, that's all just scroll yeah, down. That's why I keep telling people. Down. Just, just keep going. <laughs> like you have to sometimes go past these guys that will never be rostered to get to some good guys. <laughs> it drove me nuts last year because like, but then if you're doing a startup on there, you can really make out pretty decently because if you know the guys are down, you can mm. you can kind of hold off and then yep. get some good yeah, you can rack diamonds. Up. Like I think yeah. I got Sheldon Richardson in like the next to last round as a defensive tackle. Oh, nice. <laughs> and it was yeah. like, because nobody yeah. went and scrolled Buried, right? down that far. I was just scrolling <laughs> just because I'm like, a, I, I and put it, put people on your watch list. If you notice them down far that much, there is mm-hmm. a watch list. You can go and kick them to your watch list. So gotcha. a couple tips. Um, but so we talked about your Cowboys a little bit. How do you think the rest of your Cowboys draft went as far as filling needs and, and getting things done? Yeah, as far as their their draft, I thought they did a, a pretty good job overall. I mean, they definitely had some really nice pieces fall to them. Uh, I, I felt like uh, Trevon Diggs in the second round, yeah. my big worry was just classic. Like, it would have been classic Cowboys if they would have – they because they were started – they started to get mocked uh, like Diggs in the first round um, yes. at 17 because uh, Henderson yeah. started flying up the board in my – you know, and so – I didn't want them to take the third corner, you know, mm-hmm. and I didn't want them to take the other thing I was going to, I really wanted them to, for need. And the fact that I didn't think the receivers would be there. I wanted them to take, um, I want them to take uh, chase on at 17. Yeah, okay. And then he was there, you know, we didn't take it, but I, but he started getting bumped up mocks too. And when you looked at it, uh, you know, long story short for the Cowboys in the first round, Atlanta was picking right ahead of him and they had the same needs. So I was I was afraid that they were gonna Atlanta was gonna go end or cor- corner 
And then the Cowboys were going to do something stupid and take the third guy who didn't belong there. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's what they do usually. So, um, but they took Lamb. They got Diggs in the second, which I thought was solid because they lost. Um, they lost Byron Jones yeah. over the summer, over the uh, winter, and then, um, you know, they. I thought overall, then you know, after that, they they really, uh, they really did a good job. Just uh, the guys that were there. Um, were uh happened to be areas of need as well which which worked out really nice you know they added some late pieces um but uh yeah as far as in the in the draft i felt like that there was good value everywhere and i was happy that they got um that they got digs in the second i was really i was much more happy with that than if they took him in <laughs> at 17 overall um but they they definitely had a lot of needs on the defensive side of the ball and that's where they spent most of their picks yeah i like the digs pick in the second round i was hoping seattle would have taken him instead of i mean i mean they, they got a linebacker and whatever mm-hmm. i'm over it uh <laughs> i think the cowboys did a lot i mean they they had two really good <laughs> picks to start their draft but then they also filled out pretty nicely um neville gallimore at d tackle mm-hmm. was a big get in the third um in the fourth they took reggie robinson who's a pretty versatile he could be a safety solution i know you guys signed uh clinton dicks but you know he's he's okay yeah. Um, and then they, they came back and Bradley and I is a player that really uh, opened some eyes, the senior bowl. I mm-hmm. think he's a little more talented than his fifth round uh, draft stocks. Yeah. So. I, I felt like between, especially like, you know, start, you know, Diggs. I felt like he had first round potential, but then like you mentioned, yeah, with a nye and Gallimore, like those were guys that, you know, were probably, you know, according to PFF, the Cowboys are on another planet or whatever, you know, when you look at their crap. Um, but they, I felt like they had some good value. I thought they had some good value at, again, areas of needs. And uh, yeah, and I was interesting because, uh, you know, they, there's a lot of question marks with, at the end. They haven't really addressed it at all, um, you know, with much uh, either draft capital or, you know, paying anybody to, you know, bring them in. They're doing this little bargain bin thing. So, you know, if he can turn into a starter, you know, in a year or two, that'd be phenomenal. Yeah. And we'll see how it goes. You know, his fifth round pick. So yeah. uh, anything uh, you get out of him is gravy, you know. Yeah. Go ahead, Daryl. Yeah, I was just going to say, I was so hoping you guys would take uh, Xavier McKinney in the first. The safety. <laughs> that's who I had pegged to him, too. But the Giants I, got him. That's who I had. I, that's yeah, I, I thought that they would go. I thought that he was definitely going to be on the uh, on their list there at 17. If, you know, if uh, if uh, if Chason wasn't there, that's who I was kind of hoping they would just go with. And then, of course, not only did they not, you know, which was totally fine because they got Lamb, but freaking Giants got him in the second <laughs> round. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. It was and funny then, uh, because there's a <laughs> bunch of other guys you could have taken, but going with Diggs, I think, was better because you lost out on Brandon Jones. Um, yeah. Or not, yeah. And, and uh, Delpit was the other one that had gotten a lot of round one hype early on in the draft process and then kind of fell in the second round. Um, yeah. And I was like, okay, I could live with that. But then I think he got, I'm pretty sure he was picked before Diggs yeah. Um, yeah, as well. So it was kind of like at that point, I'm like, you know, they definitely needed a corner. They, uh, they have like nobody under contract, like after this year. They had to sign Anthony Brown, um, but they it literally it was like uh, they didn't have anybody under contract <laughs> after yeah. this season. So they got a couple of rookies, um, you know, and we'll we'll see how that goes. Hopefully we can develop that. But they've they've definitely gone the route of, 
having to develop defensive talent rather than spending a lot of draft capital on that side of the ball. Yeah, and, you know, I'm, I'm neutral, even though I'm from the Philly area. I don't, I don't hate the Cowboys like everybody else <laughs> around here does. Um, my sure. brother, my brother-in-law is a Cowboys fan, and there you go. Um, my idiot friend Joe is a Cowboys fan. So <laughs> I, ah, my, well, idiot I friend Joe sounds like a pretty Joe. nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we'll see if he listens to the podcast. I'll, I'll tell him I gave him a shout out. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean they they really had a nice draft. Uh, I know everybody in Philly, you know, will say it was a terrible draft. Hate it. Yeah. They're terrible. They're terrible. Terrible. <laughs> um, but let's get to the seek and destroy here. We've had a lot of questions about IDP and where did IDPs fall. We did talk about this briefly a little bit on our show last week. Uh, but talking about and speaking of the Cowboys, uh, you picked at 1.08 and you went with CD Lamb. Yeah. Shocking so all. I. <laughs> what I ended up doing in this in this draft is uh, this team is uh, so I guess some backstory on my team in this league is that uh, I really got hit hard with veteran guys just aging out on my roster quicker than I thought. So I kind of took the at the end of last season really started kind of just chopping uh, dead weight off there, collecting a lot of later picks with the idea of uh, using a lot of those on to try to recoup some of my IDP needs. Um and then uh, I, I lucked out. I had the I had the 103, but I felt like my team was just not in a position that I was going to compete anyway. It didn't make a difference. I, I figured that Burrow and Tua would go, and I just I felt like I could scoop back. Um, so I ended up trading the 103 for the 108 and 109. Uh, and no, and and actually Rugs and Judy went in that first eight picks, and Lamb was just was there at eight. So you know, call it a homer pick, whatever. But my wide receiver two was Hunter Renfro. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking over your I roster. Go you got a bunch of wide receiver threes there. <laughs> yeah, you got, got Allen Robinson. Your that's it. Yeah, I got Allen Robinson. I traded for him last year, but that was really it. So I, I knew I had to go a little receiver heavy in the first two rounds. So I, to get Lamb there was really good. Yeah. Um, at uh, I felt like at at 108. So I felt really good about that pick. And then you, you had to back to back. So you took Smith um, or not Swift Smith Swift. Yep. Uh, with the second yeah. of those picks. So, you know, and you're, you gutted your running back room, basically. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. I didn't I didn't really have a, a lot there either. <laughs> yeah. um, this team was pretty bare. So uh, Swift, I just felt like I feel like he's, uh, you know, he was talked about as being close to the, you know, the top end running back in this class. The yeah. landing spot is not necessarily like, you know, ideal, but I still think he's got enough talent to, you know, again, for what I ended up doing was I pretty much traded a shot at Edwards Hilaire for, Lamb and Swift, and yeah. you know, I felt good about again just kind of collecting as much as possible in this draft and picking back to back seemed to be a theme for me uh, yeah. through this too. <laughs> Definitely, I think with Swift, I think it more hurts Carry On Johnson and shows what Detroit thinks about Carry On Johnson. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't been able to stay healthy. He, he basically is now. I, I think he's he's B to Swift. I mean. Swift can do it yeah. all. I mean, carry on Johnson can do it all too, but he also can't stay on the field to save his life. Yeah. He, so. And carry on fell he, he's even better. He can't even stay on the field. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> carry on fell really far in another startup league that I'm in, man. And he, he's way, was way, way down there. Yeah. Um, my co-host oh, yeah. Seth, uh, ended up trading to back in to get him. And I think, but I think we were around like 16 
or something like that. I mean, he was really far down the list and, you know, it's just, it's, it's tough to, it's tough to imagine that he's going to return what people were hoping to get from that, from him a couple of years ago, you know? Yeah. And five weeks of carry on Johnson is about what you get. Um, yeah. So that's yeah. the unfortunate part. Yeah. I, I know the Detroit fans um, that, that we know were furious at, at o- the fact that they stayed at three and took Okuda. <laughs> yes. Instead of dropping back a few spots <laughs> and collecting some draft capital and the Swift pick because they're like, we have so many other needs on this team and you're going to take DeAndre Swift. Like, yeah. One well, and the and the pick with Okuda too was so rough because like you just felt like it would you you couldn't ask for a more perfect scenario. Yeah. Like you know that you know Burrow was a clear one one. Washington wasn't going to take a QB with Young sitting there, Mm-mm. and not only that is that you had these like two to three competing teams potentially, but they would have only dropped back like a couple spots and put, probably could have got Okuda at five or six yeah. or whatever, and yeah. And and meanwhile, you have freaking 49ers out there convincing teams <laughs> to trade up one spot uh, yeah, with them, I, and they, I don't, <laughs> you know. So yeah, that that was a little rough for uh, for Detroit when you factor in those other things that they didn't do on draft night. They, they've they've screwed with teams in the past, like the Trubisky thing. Yes. <laughs> Although they ended oh, up man. they ended up with just oh, as man. bad of a part of the deal because Solomon Thomas, they're not. I don't think they're picking up his fifth year option either. No, I thought I saw that they passed on that. So. No, they're not. They, yeah. they both ended up failing that. Although yeah. I'm, I'm doing a little bit of research into uh, first, first, second, and third rounds and what it means for draft capital and rookie performance. And there have been some terrible picks <laughs> yeah. in the course of, of history. <laughs> so I'm looking at the defense side of the ball, starting with linebackers and, and – uh, I'll tell yeah. you, if Pittsburgh takes uh, Ryan Shazier has been the only and TJ Watt, you could say TJ Watt, too. Those have been the only two linebackers that Pitts, Pittsburgh's taken a lot of shots at, at yeah. linebacker in the first three rounds over the past 10 years. And th- their hit percentage is like, you know, they're hitting Mendoza line like, yeah, under well, 200 when it comes to that. Stuff. And TJ T. Watt is a painful topic for, for Cowboys fans because Freaking yeah. Dallas took Taco because Watt didn't fit the scheme. <laughs> well, now look at him. You know, damn it. <laughs> hey, Taco has the best Taco. sack dance in the history of sack dances. Yeah, we only got to saw it, we only got to see it three times, but <laughs> uh, it is Taco Tuesday after all. Yes. Yeah. Is, is Taco uh, even in the league anymore? I don't think he's on the roster right now. I think he's he got cut by Miami, even though I think he led them in. He did. Did he lead him in sacks? He may yeah. have, but Miami. Uh, could... You want to talk about a team that that did some damage in this offseason. They they got your boy Byron Jones. Um, mm-hmm. They 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 basically redid their entire defense this year. Besides Christian Wilkins, like yeah. So if you have a Miami defender from last year, they they probably got replaced. So yeah, <laughs> double check that. Right? Double check that. Because um, I mean, Raquan McMill and Jerome <laughs> Baker. Um, Christian Wilkins, I think, is the only one that's safe. Besides that, everybody else pretty much almost got replaced. I think Baker will still find his way on the field, but Raquan McMillan wasn't really anything yeah. that great last year. So, um, hey, if you're in need, you were speaking of your uh, D 
dead weight that you needed to cut and seek and destroy. I still have rostered Antonio Brown and Des Bryant if you're interested. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll trade you. Uh, I'll trade you my Demarius Thomas if you. <laughs> you. You also have Andrew Luck. You're just hoping for the oh, wow. uh, coming out of retirement. Uh, hey, and I had, for the I, had Gr- I had I had Gronk on my roster all last year. That's and, true. Uh, in this sixty man roster league, and that yeah. paid off. So. Yeah. That's the thing. We we have taxi squads <laughs> and we have 65 players. So it's kind of yeah. like you really don't need to cut anybody until, you know, yeah. you could you could roster Calvin Johnson in this league and still have enough <laughs> to start, you know. Although yeah. me and you might uh, be be competing for the largest wide receiver core because I think, like, our wide receiver core groups take up, like, half our team page. Yeah, it's uh, I got a lot of, uh, I would say, maybe lukewarm bodies hanging around on that squad. Yeah, well, you know, Josh Reynolds uh, could be could be something this year, dude. If if Josh Reynolds ever becomes something, I'm gonna be one rich mf'er, dude, because I own him on like every. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's really gonna be Van Jefferson or Josh Reynolds taking over that third, third yeah. deal, and you know, yeah. Well, you know, maybe maybe Cooper Cup will fall off. He changes. I heard he changes his number, so gotta be careful with that juju he's messing with. What did he change his number to? He, he changed it to ten. To ten. Yeah, because that- he was ten at Eastern Michigan or wherever he was playing college yeah, ball at. Yeah. Uh, do you know who was number ten when he came into the league that he couldn't get the number? Uh, was it? It had to be. Uh, <laughs> it was a backup quarterback, probably. Oh man, it was. Uh, it actually was another receiver. It was. Uh, it was Farrell Cooper. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can't. Oh, Cooper, you can't Farrell take the number Cooper. from the vet, Farrell Cooper. Well established. Yeah. Plus, you so, pay for it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man. That yeah, freaking Josh Reynolds. Yeah, he's. I I think he just <laughs> is in the. He just ended up on the wrong team. You know, I would have liked to see him land somewhere else where he could have like been a little bit more utilized as that like big body outside receiver. Um, but it was just always so crowded there. I mean, even when before cooks they had Watkins um, mm. for that year and, you know, and, and Cooper cup just came on strong. Right. So, yeah. So you taking lamb, we'll kind of talk about all three of our drafts here. Yep. Um, you taking lamb and swift uh, left blitz with the, um, Justin Herbert that he's so desperately needed on his roster, <laughs> which then led me to get Cam freaking Acres at one eleven, and I was like, I, I I said to you guys, I said I couldn't run to the podium fast enough to turn in that card. It was kind of like he was saying Justin Herb, and I was pit turning the card because I was like, <laughs> I was like, dude. No second thought about this because I needed a running back to badly, and I didn't mm-hmm. want to trade up for one because I was like, ah, I'll get whatever drops to me. You know, Keyshawn mm-hmm. Vaughn I think would have still been there either, or Zach Moss, uh, which we'll talk about here in a second. Uh, so then Daryl was up a couple picks later. He took Chase Young, of course. He takes the first IDP because that's just what he does. I'm surprised he didn't try to trade into the first to get him. I tried to trade up though. To take Chase Young, I did. I tried to trade up to get a running back and or wide receiver. Oh, okay. I was, no, I thought just you were... to get a running back or receiver, and okay. I couldn't do it. I even, I think, 
I think around this time I was talking to Kyle about Gurley too. So I just I just couldn't never get anything to match up or or line up. So yeah. when it didn't happen, I was like, I'll just take the best defensive player in the in the draft. So yeah, yeah. Then he tried to trade me. Who just tried to trade me? We were talking about Leonard. Before <laughs> uh, hang on, who was it? Um, you wanted uh, Leonard Fournette. You wanted to give me Everson Griffin, who hasn't even signed on a team yet. Yes, Everson Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, get, the... get out of here. Uh, uh, hey, by the yeah, way, Zach was not back with. You mentioned Cameron Jordan. Cameron Jordan. Though. But then you told me I you would need something else to go with Fournette to get Cameron <laughs> Jordan. I'm like, get the hell out. Of here. <laughs> By the way, Taco Charles you know, and Landon was giving Kansas you a first. You were not giving me a first. You didn't have a first to give. You had already traded your first. Was. I was giving you a second. Yeah, a second. yeah. I was a second. Trying to give you a second in Jordan. Nah. nah. <laughs> Taco Charlton is a Kansas City See, Chief. By the plus, way. I have Taco on my roster, so I had there to take. Oh, you signed with the Chiefs, of course. Yeah, loser. Taco will go get his, yeah. He's going to go get a ring. Freaking Taco Charlton. Damn, dude. No, he ain't. Yeah, that's... (laughs) (laughs) We're just ripping off band-aids left and right. So then a couple picks later, Hollywood's Um, Hollywood's hookers took Zach Moss, which is a good pick. You need a running back. Yeah, I, I couldn't move up, so I just had to take what was there. So last year I had traded my pick uh, to Kyle here and basically, or no, I traded with Philly special. So that was another trade. I traded some more picks to you later in the draft. Uh, yeah. But anyway, you then had a run of 2-7 through 2-10, all you. Yes. <laughs> which you did very well here for, for Thanks a lot, second man. round. Yes, well, Hollywood's hookers is all over this <laughs> because apparently you owned this pick at every single one of these picks at one time. Yes. Yep. Because <laughs> it says uh, one of them was traded three different times. So, yeah. The one thing about this league is is it's it, it was pretty dormant for a while, but if you look at the, the right-hand column, it's got pick traded, pick traded, pick traded. Like, it seems like almost every pick was traded at some point. It's crazy. Yeah. that Having that, uh, I think what I ended up doing was I only had, um, I went in with the 202 and the and I had the 302 because that's how good my team was. And then I ended up, I flipped, uh, I flipped the 202 and the 302. I'm pretty sure that was the trade with Hollywood to get those, uh, to get two of those picks back to back. And then I traded Gurley for the other two picks. Yeah. Um, in order to uh, to just load up on receiver, uh, I I just felt like I had to. So I got Kenneth Murray. He was the third linebacker off the board. Actually, it went three linebackers in a row. Yeah. Um, and I my linebackers in this league are are not great. Um, I have Kendricks is my one who I just acquired a year ago, and then my uh, my two I'm pretty sure might have been like Ogletree, who's also not on a team. Yeah. Um. So I went with Kenneth <laughs> Kenneth Murray. Uh, there, I felt pretty good about getting one of the top three guys, and then I and then I just hammered wide receiver. I went uh, Denzel Mims, T. Higgins, and Michael Pittman Jr. 
Um, just hoping, man, if I can get just one of those guys to hit even that will, you know, hopefully between the four receivers I got, if I can get one or, one or two starters out of that, I, I feel pretty good. So just taking those lottery tickets, but, uh, I felt, I felt good about, uh, you know, what was there. So I went and just bought up a bunch of those second rounders, which in IDP super flex, man, I, I think oh, yeah. that there's some really good value there. IDP super flex, those seconds might as well be firsts. I mean, yeah. if you look at these guys, I mean, the linebackers, you know, the top linebackers are yep. there. Uh, these receivers at this point are still second round draft capital receivers that you're getting, mm-hmm. um, which I, I've paid a little bit more attention to draft capital, not just situation in the most last couple of years. Like Brandon Ayuk went a couple picks later. He was a first, you know, yeah, first round pick. Um and then, you know, some of the second round guys I liked pre-draft better than than him. Um, but you know, Pittman, Higgins, Mims, you know, you got three three shots at it. Um and yep. Adam Gase is gonna get fired this year, so Mims will have a new offense to work with <laughs> next year. Um I think that's uh, pretty much happened. Yep. So I actually had the two eleven just, to, just to, go ahead. I was just going to say, just to follow up on my two picks, that was my two picks because I'm done for the draft. <laughs> you were done for the draft. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I don't see your name anywhere else on here. So, well, I've seen it a bunch of times, but they're not my picks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're on the right-hand side of this a lot. Yeah. Um, so at 2-11, um, I wasn't in love with it. I mean – I liked the selections that we had available, so I got an offer to trade back. So I traded back to 302, which used to be yours and used to be Hollywood's and used to be Blitz's and used to be Philly specials. So uh, it used to be a lot of people's pick. And I ended up with Brian Edwards from the the Vegas Raiders. Um, I missed out on uh, Ayuk and and Chenault, but I'm happy with Brian Edwards there. Um, So then the next up was... Uh, Kyle at three six got Logan Wilson, which is a solid linebacker choice. You must have been listening to us. Oh yes, um, yes. What, <laughs> I, what I, been... dude? I had I had uh, like I said I had to get some linebackers in there, and uh, and Wilson is a guy that um, I didn't know a ton about uh, to be honest with you with, until I started doing some research and um, you know and kind of tuning back into to IDP when knowing this draft was coming up. So I was I was pretty happy to get to get Wilson there at the middle of the third round. Um, yeah. I was, I was pumped to have him as my <laughs> second linebacker in this draft. Then I didn't pick for a while because I, I took two rounds off. Cause I traded you, I think my middle, my third and fourth for something last year, something like that. Yep. Um, I forget what I even got out of the deal, but uh, we could probably go back in league history if it's that important. But um <laughs> So then you got A.J. Dillon a few picks later with my original pick here, third-round pick. Um, what do you think about A.J. Dillon and his situation at Green Bay? Because I'm, I'm split on him because I liked him at B.C. I almost think mm-hmm. he got ran into the ground almost. And then, um, you know, looking at, you know, some people love him, some people hate him. Where do you I mean, it took him, so obviously. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was, I got him here at the three eleven. So you know, obviously, a lot of defensive players in here, so it, it pushes it down. I, but I've seen him even in one QB leagues. He's fallen into, you know, the late second, third round. Um, and and at, at the end of the third round, pretty much, I was just at a point where I don't have a lot of running backs as it is. 
Um, so I just felt like I'd just get a body. You mentioned the draft capital, you know, is there. Aaron Jones is going into contract year. Um, so maybe they're just going to get their guy. I mean, they've, you know, uh, and if, if they let Jones walk, then Dylan, you know, he's probably, he's, he's right up there probably with, you know, Keyshawn Vaughn, right. If he landed in right. that spot, maybe he's not in that top five, but he's right there. So for me, especially in a deep league like this, where I can just, I literally drafted him and I just threw him on the taxi. I'm like, see you in a year. Yeah. And you know, and if it pays off, it pays off. And if not, it was a third rounder. Um, you know, the, the guys that went, you know, around him, I was, I was kind of like, I, uh, cause, um, Oh, that's what happened. That a pick, a couple picks before got skipped. Um, yeah. so I was trying to get, oh, cause yeah. they timed out. So I was trying to get that in quick. Um, and I'm glad I did, uh, because yeah, I, I really just wanted one more scratch off ticket at RB. So I, I think he, I like the talent. I like the landing spot if they give him the opportunity, cause they did run the ball a lot in green Bay last year. Um, it's just, it, you have to be patient. Um, yeah. and you can, his drafts, you know, uh, price is already low and he's a guy that, you know, as long as the news is relatively neutral on Aaron Jones's contract situation, I might even look to like acquire like mid season on this, just a super cheap and just see what happens. Um, because if they let Jones walk for whatever reason, Dylan could be in for a ton of work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't the teams don't want to pay running backs. No, no. that's it's you just and they it. shouldn't freaking cowboys, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, the uh trade was for Gerald Everett, which just is a start to tight end league. Mm. So I was, I was, I think I was, I had David and Joku, and that was about it. I think I had a bunch of and, scraps, and so I, I was glad yeah, to give I up think, a third and fourth for any more body, <laughs> even though he got outplayed by uh his teammate, um, Higby down the stretch. Yeah, and I think when we made that trade, that was before, or it might have been just at the very, very beginning, but of that Higby run. So, like, at the yeah. time, Everett actually had his own little two, three-week breakout, finally, Yeah. Um, after all these years. So, I still like Everett, man. I, I still to be too. honest, Yeah, he to was, be honest, uh, like... McVay's very first draft pick, so obviously right. McVay liked him. Yeah. To be honest with you, I'd, especially when you factor in the price tag, yes. I mean, I'd take Everett over Higby. You know, like with that, they're separated by a ton. I'm in a couple of starters right now. Higby went, um, I think, in one league in like the seventh or eighth round, and Everett was like hanging around around like 20. I mean, he yeah. it's just it's crazy to me that they're that far apart when they've mm-hmm. really been pretty similar as far as waiting for their production to hit. You know? <clears throat> yeah, it's actually hilarious because last year. Um, Higby actually helped win me a championship. And it's ironic because I traded before the season started somebody it's a 32 team, one copy league. So I think I traded Everett to get Higby and another piece. Mm. Cause I was just like, I could take the lesser mm. tight end. And cause yeah. I had a couple tight ends that were okay. They didn't really pan out, but um, Higby ended up being that guy down the stretch that really helped me win the championship in the league. So yeah, it's kind of <laughs> ironic awesome, right? that a trade that I was using to get depth at another position actually helped me win. Cause he was very <laughs> dependable tight end down the stretch. Right. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. So then like, like Hollywood said, he's done for pretty much ever. So we come back to Kyle here who had uh, four out of five. <laughs> He had four out of five in the fourth round, and you took uh, Seattle's apparently heir apparent, 
uh, Jordan Brooks. So I still am not happy about that pick. Actually, you had f- five out of seven. From what yes, because I had the five or two. <laughs> yeah. So you took Brooks. Wow. And then you came back with Kinlaw, Grossmatos, Troutman, skip a pick, somebody else, and then Joshua Kelly. Um, so loading up on defense here. You, you said you need to rebuild your IDP. So you got a lot of good uh, players. You got probably the top defensive tackle as far as IDP goes. Um, I think I really like um, – Derek Brown, who went about a round ahead of Kinlaw, but I don't think Brown's going to be a stat monster like Buckner is. Right. I yeah. Kinlaw is going to step right into that Buckner position, basically. That's what I'm hoping, man. When I saw that, when yeah. I, you know, when he was sitting out there, um, you know, I was really pumped to be able to add him because for me, like when I was looking at it in my novice IDP wisdom, I was like, man, that you know, this is either you know, I got you know the w- one or two defensive tackle, you know, defensive end. Obviously, Young's <laughs> on his own, but I mean, I, I still get gross mottos here at uh, the end of the fourth. You know, adding it to a group that I, I again, both positions at defensive tackle and defensive end on, for me on this team are a little bit weak. So I was like, hey, you know, we'll take one of each. Uh, these guys have, you know, obviously Kinlaw was an early first rounder, and uh, gross mottos is still has some nice draft capital with him. So. I felt pretty good about that. And yeah, I'm, I'm with you on Brooks. I, he, and, but again, getting him all the way here, yeah. uh, a round plus, you know, after Wilson, I was like, all right, you know, one more, one more linebacker won't hurt. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, I, I, yeah, I definitely was, I was pumped to see all those guys there when I had all these picks and I was like, I pretty much get my pick of the litter here. Yeah. It's nice having a chunk of picks because you can basically, you know, take your you know if you're stuck between two guys you say oh i can have them all yep um yeah so then <laughs> you had you were pretty much you had one more after that so then i had a chunk of picks in the fifth round here yeah um that were i had, I had a few offers for them but uh i took my number one safety xavier mckinney and i took lynn bowden um I, I'm kind of intrigued to see what Vegas does with him. I'm hoping they kind of use him as kind of like a Jalen Richard, like third down gadget, you know, gadget player, wildcat player. Mm-hmm. You know, he could even play some quarterback. That's what he did at Kentucky. <laughs> you know, so like they got Mariota. What the hell? They don't need to do him. everything with him. <laughs> That's a sore subject for, oh, for Hollywood. Oh, oh, I can't. Well, they chose. <laughs> they chose. Daryl's Lord and Savior, Brian Tannehill. Yes. Uh, nah. Over Mariota. So. <laughs> See, I hate both of y'all right now. Really <laughs> Sorry, man. I had to. See, one of these days, Daryl's going to say, Oh, my internet's <laughs> crapping out. It's really going to be him hanging up on us. And then you're just, right. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with this. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't have Lynn. I think I have Lynn Bowden in one other league. And I th- I just, you know, it's a lottery ticket in the fifth round, you know. Take a shot. Running backs, that's one thing I've done in this this rookie class is if, if I'm in doubt, I've just been loading up on these running backs late because you're one injury away with running back. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially some of these guys that have, 
taken a pounding over the years. Like, you know, Connor's <laughs> oft injured, so McFarland's been a guy I've been grabbing. Mm. Um, Eno Benjamin I have a ton of in, in all over the place. Um, Darrington Evans, you know, when, yep. when the wheels fall off Derrick Henry. Daryl's going to kill it's me. just out. never going to end tonight. <laughs> uh, and then you, Kyle, had Akeem Davis Gaither. So you got two Cincinnati linebackers. Um, Davis Gaither got a lot of steam heading into the draft as a as a draft. Um, yeah, me too. He's a good off-ball kind of blitzing linebacker. So you can get some sack production from him there. Uh, yeah, I had uh, I was debating between him and the guy from the Saints. Um, Zach Bond, who went two yeah. weeks later. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I just uh, yeah, I went with with Gaither there. I I don't know. <laughs> it was just it was kind of like serious, I, I'm not gonna lie. I was just like ah, uh, this guy. I read some stuff and it seemed like he had some uh, some upside. Uh, you know potential so i was like i'll just go with him it's a sixth round whatever one more linebacker scratch off ticket uh yeah. at the 602 so yeah go. i i did um i probably I, I did want joshua kelly when i picked him at the early fifth just because i feel like there's some rushing downs production you know available with the chargers yeah. uh you know there someone's running that ball it's not gonna be Eckler 200 times you know so um i was like there might right. be a shot for him but and at the time i think I took, I took Troutman, and then Chin came off the board, and then I took Josh Kelly, and then all of a sudden, everyone remembered that there were safeties in this draft, and they all yeah. went. So <laughs> I couldn't get my safety too because I was like, oh, I get one of each, you know. But yeah, you mentioned uh, uh, Dan that you got McKinney there, who I think he was like the third safety off the board, fourth safety off the board. Yeah, I think um, Chin and yeah. um, Chin and Winfield went ahead of him, and uh, and Jones. From Miami went at uh, the oh, final yeah, quarter. Brandon Jones. I missed that. Yeah. yeah, so I was, I was a little disappointed that I didn't get the safety to fall to me that I wanted. Um, there were some guys that went undrafted in here, not to give up my what I'm thinking when they open free agency in this draft. But there are a few guys I was like, yeah, sure you, you know. can, sure you can, go right ahead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all my IDP knowledge. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was, I was a little disappointed that so many freaking safeties went off the board after. None of them were picked in the first five rounds, and then all of a sudden, uh, five went, you know, four went off the board before my pick there. So, yeah, but uh, yeah, we'll see. So then I had one last pick. So I took Drew Locke's old teammate, Albert O. I'm not going to try to butcher his last name. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to go for it. Uh, Aqu- Aquaman <laughs> is, is what I call him. Aquaman. Um, I have some shares of him. I actually traded a share of him as part of a package to get Juju. So I was pleased. To, actually, no. Did I trade him? No. <laughs> you can't keep track? Dude, I've made so many <laughs> trades in so many leagues. Um, during this draft, um, I had like five rookie drafts going at the same time. So I was constantly on the clock or getting trade offers or you know trying to trade up, trying to trade back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and working from home is nice because you, know, you have your work stuff up. And then yeah. you have your fantasy stuff up and you just click over to tabs back and forth and yeah uh you know lunch breaks you, you, you scout and see who's if your pick's coming up 
Um, yes, sir. You know, stuff like that. But yeah, it was a fun draft. Um, you know, some some overseas slowing down stuff. But you know, when you have those international folks in your league, you know, give them a break. Yeah, you want to be able to sleep too. Yes. I mean, nah. I don't expect <laughs> to wake up and you're dead. <laughs> I don't expect to wake up at three in the morning to make a pick. So, you know, I don't expect, you know, um, our buddy Peter does a great job of pre-drafting. He pre-drafted in the listener league. So to keep, there you go. He kept, he kept it moving yes, here. He He's the real MVP. Yes. Yes. Yeah, man. It, this one was <laughs> definitely, uh, this is fun. I, it's refreshing to, uh, I play in two pretty, like this league is, you know, maybe not for all your listeners out there, like the diehards out there, obviously, but like this is to me, it, you know, very deep, uh, mm-hmm. you know, rosters. You know, we start, I think, 12 guys, maybe 13 on defense. Like it's, yep. it's, a, it's pretty heavy. I started like um, five linebackers. So, yeah. I mean, you, yeah. So I'm in, <laughs> I'm in this one in one other uh, IDP league. And uh, these, I love these rookie drafts, man. They're so much fun as opposed to like, yeah. I I had one other oh, yeah. draft going on the same time as this one, and that was just a one QB, um, no IDP, not tight end premium either. Uh, it's pretty generic, you know, vanilla yeah. league. And that that draft got boring as hell. Like after like you know the two hundred four, and I'm like, this is just this sucks. Like the only you know, the only real question in those <laughs> one quarterback offense only leagues is when's Burrow going to go? Yeah, who's yeah, going to yeah. take the quarterback, even though they're worth nothing in one quarterback league? I, I, you know, being that, uh, it's funny you mentioned it. I was the guy in that. <laughs> I took him at the, <laughs> I took him at the, I think I was at the two ten. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, I hate everybody here. Like, I was just like, I don't. There's nobody. I mean, we're talking about, we're talking about, uh, like I took Josh Kelly. He was even. I think he was off the board already. Mm-hmm. Uh, ahead of me, like McFarland yeah. might have been the pick before me because I like him too as a flyer. I'm just like, all right, I guess I'll just go Burrow. And yeah, I mean, you know. I don't in Superflex, obviously, it's a lot different. Those guys go, yeah. you know, him, Tua, and Herbert probably go one, two, three, most a lot of drafts just because you know it's, mm-hmm. it's a commodity, especially if you have like a 14 or 16 team Superflex. Yeah, and you're really. Like our, our listener league, um, it's moving along here. We Once we uh, finally got started, we had the first uh, seven picks have been taken here. Mahomes went 101. McCaffrey went to me at 102. Michael Thomas was the third pick. Uh, Eric took Saquon. Ezekiel Elliott went five. And Lamar Jackson went at six. Cook went at seven. And, and it's curious to see, I mean, Daryl's up in a couple picks. I'm not sure we're going to hear from his pick. Um, we did shut off the timer from, I think, 10 o'clock to 8 o'clock in the morning just because, again, uh, and I think it's like a six-hour yeah. But, um, that That's what I – I was uh, I was talking to you guys pre-show about because I had a startup. We're about halfway through, mm-hmm. and that ours pretty much went the same through those first five picks or so. But then, man, I it was crazy because it went uh, – it went uh, Watson at six, and then Zeke went at seven. And it was Wilson, Prescott, and Murray. Yeah. And I was uh, at eleven, really thinking I was gonna. I I thought I was gonna get one of those QBs. I didn't. Um, but I took Alvin Kamara. I was like, hey, you know, eighty-one catches. Yeah. It's a thing. It happens every yeah. year. <laughs> so. Yeah. 
Yeah, you I know, think that's I, the thing. I, I was thinking quarterback, but I'm like, McCaffrey's good. <laughs> like, yeah, for, and for <laughs> sure, and he's he's in his own world, really, at at running back. I mean, yeah, he is. In PPR, it's it's incredible. So yeah, you can definitely you can find it. It's the tough part about startups, to be honest. Like, I'll just you know my experience. Um, I think I only did one last year, just trying to keep things to a minimum. And you just got to remember, like you have future picks. So like, don't get caught up in the fact that like in this moment, like, Oh my God, I have so many needs. Like you'll figure it out. I mean, I waited, I ended up in this league. I ended up waiting. Um, and I got sniped twice, but I ended up in the fifth round. I took my guys on the turn. Um, and I got, I got Mayfield and, um, and Darnold and I took Herbert you know, a little in, I think the 11th or so, you know, you, you can piece it together. You know, you don't need, you know, those elite quarterbacks, especially like in PPR and in deep IDP, you know, you can, right. you can find your points elsewhere. So just look for strengths in other places. Really. If you're, in my opinion, if you miss out on some of those elite QBs, but my thing is just kind of stay, staying calm and not overreacting because people will, they'll just give up future assets like that. We had guys in this league oh, yeah. that just got out. They were like, they're trading their first round picks to, you know, to move up, you know, a dozen spots. And it's like, yeah, no. you know, I get it. Like if it, if you're going for your guy, I, I guess, but, and it's a long ways away, you can recoup that pick somehow, but don't just do it just to do it. You know, remember you, you got time, you know, it'll eventually get back to you and then you'll be, you know, a pick ahead of everybody type of thing. So yeah, man, yeah. it's, it's fun though. It's, it's uh it's good times and hell, man, we need it right now. Kill some time. Yeah, we <laughs> <Please>. do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I fortunately most of my drafts, like we have, you know, these two starting now. Um, the listener league stuff starting. Um, I think I have a rookie draft starting. Two rookie drafts. One rookie draft going on now. Two starting like next week. But a lot of these guys are like, let's start it now, now, now. Like, like, dude, like. Got time, like yeah. Got three, we're so anxious right now. Three months, yeah. like the listener league. I'm not concerned yeah. about time, like you know, like oh, let's sure. Like, no, dude, if you're you don't pick for a day, is it really that big of a deal? Like just, yeah, just be ready. <laughs> Nothing's gonna happen. Yeah, like, you know, it's not like you're gonna, you know, it's it's gonna be so quiet this off season. Yeah, and now know, if we start training camp and we're still drafting this listener league, then I might start, you know. <laughs> having to prod some people right. short yeah. but I think I think we'll be okay with most of us working from home and you know we'll have to wake up Daryl twice a day to pick because you know Daryl is the, the draft stopper yeah. I had to call him out we, we did a uh, campus to Canton league so I'm not sure you said you don't watch much college football um, not not a whole ton here and so there but I gotta choose my battles we, we do a spinoff podcast, um, <laughs> the Dig podcast, where we talk about Debbie and defensive Debbie mm-hmm. players. So our co-host on that, Eric, signed us up for a campus, the Canton League. So we're going to – we drafted our vet team. We did our rookie draft, and now our third – I guess our second team is going to be a college fantasy team in which we basically yeah. own and run yes. that college fantasy team. And then as those players graduate, they automatically move up to our NFL team. Dang. <laughs> so yes. it, it's, it, yeah. you have to use a lot of planning. So we haven't done the college draft yet. Um, we're kind of, 
maybe waiting to see how caught like because NFL seems pretty steadfast in we're playing like right. it's happening. Colleges, yeah. on the other hand, you know, you have some California schools that are you know maybe saying, you know, our state's not going to be open, so we're not going right. to play. Um, yeah, you know, you got some other states that are very you know you know Florida is just like. Everybody come to Florida. We'll do everything. We'll pack right. the stands. <laughs> yep. We'll have a big Corona party. Um, yeah, no doubt. You know, that, that's Florida's been always been like that. It seems like, but you know, that's where Florida man comes from. You know, yes. The, the bath salts and the, the craziness, but yeah. Um, but yeah, the college season seems to be more up in the air than the, the NFL. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of holding off on that. Although I've started to do some research, I got to listen to everything Daryl and Eric say on that podcast so I can get yeah. a leg up on them. I'm not telling you nothing. <laughs> well, me and Daryl also are in a Devi league um, with, with some some pretty high profile people. So I brought in Daryl to be my defensive specialist when it comes to IDP Devi. Um, there you go. It doesn't hurt that um, in the the league we, we have people who write a publication every year called the Devi watch that's a very good publication that i read mm-hmm. <laughs> so yep. it's almost like i have their playbook of who they like. <laughs> yeah and that's like i think two people in the league are, are writers on that publication big big yeah. time on that league so um yeah just laughing because i'm like i basically have your thoughts on every player <laughs> <laughs> in in my pdf <laughs> form so yeah do it definitely use that a lot yeah there's definitely some uh some areas where you know i i I definitely leverage a lot of you know great resources for you know rookies to kind of get me started and you know especially for idp like when i know like this draft's coming up or that type of thing i really dig into like your guys's stuff and Mm -hmm. you know other people out there just because like that's where i'm like i am 100 consumer right when i'm listening to other like dynasty (laughs) podcasts or whatever like i'm kind of I'm in and out. Like I'm listening in the background, right? Yeah. Like, you know, I'm listening to kind of for more just the entertainment yeah. factor, but man, when I'm tuned into like, especially like the IDP shows and, and tune into you guys getting that little jump start on the, um, on the off season, man, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, man, I don't even know who the hell that is. Like I'm jotting that, you know, making sure I got all that. So then by the time my drafts go, man, I'm, I feel pretty good. You know, I, you know, I can, I feel smarter cause I just, I just, uh, took everybody else's knowledge. So, Awesome. It's good to feel like that, isn't it? Once in a while, because when people are using your crap against you, you know, it's like, damn, I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what Peter during this uh, campus to Canton league. He, yeah, Peter. He, he drafted right around me constantly, and I'm like, God, mm-hmm. like he knows exactly what I'm what I'm thinking here. Like it's yeah. almost like he's in my brain. Yeah. Um, but it's funny you say that about you know, your IDP, I'm kind of the opposite. Like it, when it comes to offense, I rely mm. on experts, you know, like I listen to your guys show. I listen to like the fantasy footballers. I listen to mm. dynasty trades HQ and a bunch of other offensive specialized podcasts. Um, the, um, what's it called? Uh, I can't think of it. One to give them uh, the one Katie flowers on under the helmet. Oh, um, gotcha. Yep. Oh, yeah. Like I, I listen to that. Like a lot of those guys for their offensive knowledge because they dig deep into the scouting of offensive players. 
And I, I don't. I spend my time on defense. You know, we have a, a great publication, which is actually almost live. The offensive version is live. The Dynasty Football Digest rookie guide is available in PDF form immediately. And also as a physical magazine, you can order as well. So that is nice. really cool. A physical magazine. I can say I'm a published author when the... They- man <laughs> and the idp yes. like not just online i could say actually physically published in a magazine um, there you go yep i can't wait to get my copy <laughs> yeah daryl and i did uh daryl did a lot more than i did but um a lot of the defensive scouting for players um so that's awesome i don't know i don't actually javon kinlaw i did scout of your players and um I liked him. One thing about going to the 49ers, and even though I despise the 49ers, uh, Robert Soleil is a guy that really seems to get the most out of his players. Mm-hmm. So I think that'll be good for Kinlaw because one of the knocks on Kinlaw was, was kind of taking plays off. Um, so his motivation wow. might help him. Um, and another thing that might help him is is, you know, growing and becoming stronger and stuff. Cause um, like I said, there's one game that I watched at Kinlaw's that made me, it was one of the first games I watched. I think it was from his sophomore year and Clemson just beat him up. Like yeah. they just double teamed him. He was on the ground half the game and they played Clemson again the following year. He did a little better um, against them. So he didn't let them beat him up like they did in his sophomore season. But it's just funny to kind of see, you know, you have this guy that everybody is is hyping, and then you look at one of his games, and you're like, man, how many of these games is he going to have, though, as a pro? Because you're stepping right. up the big boys. <laughs> like, and Clemson's about as pro-ready as you could probably get. Mm. Uh, yep. So, yeah. yeah. Might be. Well, I'll be watching intently because I'm hoping that he can add a little juice to this squad. But uh, Yeah. And, and plus – he was the pick that San Fran took in, over a, a wide receiver there in that yeah, early first that half helps. of the first round. So I'm, I'm good with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they probably should have took Lance. <laughs> yeah, I, that's that's the pick I thought it was. I knew I knew the Raiders would take theirs, and I knew Denver was going whoever was left. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, he, he's going to go right here. And then when he didn't, I – but, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I'm hopeful. Yeah, like little color – by numbers there fill in you know uh into that offensive line or defensive line slot sorry um at the tackle position man i there could be some really serious production there so i'm hoping that the uh that the uh talent shines through there and we're seeing a lot of more of him making tackles not on his back you know <laughs> yeah so last time we were here we did a draft we, we don't have a draft ready to roll um, but what what is what is your top three uh, quarantine things to do? Oh man, quarantine things to do. Well, uh, <laughs> podcasting's been up there quite a bit. I've been yeah. on a few shows each week the last uh, the last couple of weeks. Unfortunately, uh, just as far as on a fun factor, uh, I've I've only been doing pretty much two other things. One has been doing like painting around my house i've never wanted to do been in my house for five years and (laughs) and finally just got that done because i'm just trying to force myself to uh to get that done but uh as far as first finally some entertainment man i've 
<clears throat> I've been I never really watched any of the uh, the Marvel like Avenger series, so I've been using that as far like to chill out a little bit. So I'm I'm about uh, six or seven movies into that right now. So are you watching like the chronological me. order? Like you started with like Captain America, first Ye- Avenger, and going yeah. that way. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we that's, we were we were gonna try the, to do that because Disney Plus is, is, is yep. great because um, everything's coming on there. So we've uh, watched some documentaries. Uh, we we watched Tiger King, obviously that was a, okay. And uh, nice. We watched McMillions, which was kind of interesting. I watched I watched that too. Uh, yeah. yeah, I like do- I like documentaries. So that yeah. one was Last Dance. One obviously is what everybody's watching oh. i think so yeah i need to catch up on that tonight after we're done here uh, i watched most of episode seven yep so, and then- that's been really solid man and i'm uh even though i live in chicago now i didn't grow up here mm-hmm. um and i was also really young when all that was going on so i mean obviously i know michael jordan is and all of everything yeah. that he's done but it was kind of it's been that's been cool um just to see all the behind the scenes stuff and um and that type of thing so i've yeah. yeah i've been really enjoying that um so been spending my time on that and i'm i'm a big rick and morty fan too so that just dropped two episodes the last couple of weeks so yeah. uh new some new new stuff being put out there has been helpful because yeah i mean i've been looking for stuff to watch you know yeah i have to be careful with rick and morty because <laughs> uh with, with two kids ethan could probably watch yeah. it you know he's in fifth grade you know, that's kind of borderline, you know, how, or mm. how soon is too soon to yeah. expose them to that kind of stuff. But like, if I turn a cartoon <laughs> on, the kids will just automatically like be drawn to it. So I'm like, I kind of mm. have to watch that well past. So I only yeah. have, I, I only knock out an episode here or there. Cause gotcha. Yeah. Like, there's so I hear that. Things, so many things <laughs> on the list. Like, and I, I looked me and my wife the other day, we're looking on Netflix and we were trying to pick a new show and we turned on the like Hollywood show or whatever. She turned it on. And, like, we're, like, thinking, oh, okay, we might be able to watch this with the kids. And then there's, like, the the guy ends up signing up to be, like, a gigolo. So, <laughs> and I'm, like, well, I guess we need to shut this off before yeah, no the kids walk Holy in the room and stuff. <laughs> and I'm, like, oh, my God. I'm, like, anything that says Netflix on it, you, you can't be sure. You, you can't watch it. Yeah. Netflix. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's a little – they. They, I have watched a bunch of shows, uh, like Netflix shows, and uh, there's definitely I like I like Peaky Blinders a lot. Yeah, um, show. that show's a lot of fun. Um, I watched an Ozark, which is super slow, but I still think it's solid. Yeah. But there are definitely some times, especially in Ozark, I think where, and they do this in other shows, where they're just like, they'll be they have a show and then they're like, all right, well we're Netflix, so we can do whatever we want. So they just throw in this crazy <laughs> crap that is that yeah. really probably isn't needed. And uh, just so that they can like go off the, you know, way out there. But yeah, I've, uh, yeah, I, I found that through it with a lot of Netflix shows. And I, but I did uh, the thing I ended up finishing last year. Um, and you guys probably wa- may have watched it when it first came out. But man, all the uh, I really like Daredevil on there, and yeah. uh, and Punisher was just mm-hmm. badass as hell. Yeah, um, I was disappointed when they lost those series. Um, you know, they might get rebooted or whatever, but yeah, um, but yeah, that the original was, cast because yeah. I don't think anybody else could play Daredevil. 
Yeah, like, that was really. Else. Like, you, know, you, you remember Ben Affleck trying to do it, and you're like, <laughs> yes. that's terrible. And you have Charlie well, Cox is really good as Daredevil. I, I almost didn't. I didn't watch it the first, like, two seasons. And I'd heard, like, oh, it's good. I'm like, ah, man, I don't know, man. Like, it's Ben Affleck. They, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not a super, like, comic guy. So, like, <laughs> you know, I was like, eh, I watched that other one. It was horrible. Like, I don't really know, but it's really good. So Netflix um, does shows really well. So, yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's pretty much anything. My wife watches a bunch of stuff. Um, like, we, we kind of are on, like, she's real up real early in the morning and, mm. you know, she leaves work so early in the morning that, like, nighttime, it's like, it's kind of like, she kind of watches something when she gets home from work. Normally, I'm mm. not home. Um, but, like, we're on completely different schedules. So, she has her shows that she watches. Mm. And then, you know, I have my shows that I watch, so it's kind of like, yeah, we kind of meet in the middle sometimes. That's, that's how my, that's how <laughs> my wife and I are. Like if yeah. we get something we can, we watch together, you know, it's great. We'll like plug through that. But then yeah. if I start watching something that she doesn't really want to watch, she finds her own thing. And I'm like, all right, I'll see you in three weeks. You know? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I can, I can understand that. That's pretty, that's pretty funny. <laughs> Daryl's had to actually go into work, so he doesn't have all this free time like we do. Yeah, sucks. <laughs> but, well, we're already about an hour and a half in, so, yeah. Hey, man, this is this is so. fun stuff, man. I, I definitely, uh, I like chatting with you guys. Uh, yeah. We are putting some, we're putting some stuff together for the, the summer run here um, with the fellas. Awesome. So we'll definitely be hitting you guys up and awesome. bringing you around. So hopefully Sweet. listeners can swing over there and and uh and catch here. you guys over there too man but yeah this was this was a lot of fun and i honestly like again as a listener yeah. i appreciate what you guys do because it's really hard to find quality stuff out there That's and right. i really feel like i like i said i'm a consumer of this idp stuff i am not i don't claim to be knowledgeable i know i yeah. love playing it because i learned the league i learned these guys and it makes watching it a lot more fun when you know like oh i got you know i got that linebacker i got this guy and he makes a tackle and you know it just they're nothing wrong with more points you know yeah. so um but yeah man this is it's, it's good stuff so yeah. uh, this was fun hanging out with you guys for a bit yeah man thanks for coming on and um yeah yep. any anytime I'll, I'll be here sitting in my uh basement work, working <laughs> kind of <laughs> sort of Dar- daryl's around he loves doing yeah i'm here he loves doing that i'm gonna i'm gonna get you i'm gonna get you guys on with uh I'm gonna get you guys on with Bob. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, Bob. Yeah, we're gonna have Bob on. <laughs> Bob gave IDP a shot. He didn't. He, he didn't did. like it, but you know that's what we say. Give it a shot. Don't just yeah. you know. Some people are just so close-minded they don't even want to give it a shot. You know. And um, I, I tell everybody, man. I, I tell everybody get at least in one. You know, yeah. like it's it's definitely it's hard yeah. to for like if you're not like really like in in it. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. tough to have a ton, like, you know, just like with offense and same thing with you guys, like you guys are so in it, it's probably not as big of a deal to add multiple when you're yeah. not as in, in tune with the defensive side, it is tough. Um, but uh, I have two and they're super deep leagues like this. It's not any of that like onesie twosie crap, you know, this is serious, you know? So I'm like, I want to be in it, you know, at least if yeah. I'm only going to be in a couple, I tell everybody, <laughs> man, give it, give it a try, you know, and give it a real try. Like, you know, it doesn't oh, have yeah. to be. 12, 13 starters, but 
don't just, I mean, you know, one or two, I'm not, I got crapping on it, I guess, but I like to be deep enough where you actually got to think about it and like, look a little bit, um, yeah. you know? So, uh, yeah. That's what I tell people. Give it a, give it a shot. You know, nothing ain't gonna, ain't gonna kill you. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, if anything, it helps you pay attention to the, the whole football game. I think. Yes. Yeah. Cause I mean, you watch every single play to see what's happening, you know, mm-hmm. not just, you know, you don't just watch for the passing, the you know rushing, like the rushing. Even if it's a one yard run, you still look to see if your defensive tackle was in on the tackle or not. So right. Like, and the really thing care. I love, the thing I personally love about IDP too is like on the offense on the offensive side of the ball, like it's really not. There's not that ro- much rotation, you know, yeah. uh, going in like in in the game, like snap counts and stuff get thrown about and all that. But I mean, like you pretty much know who's playing. Yeah. You know, with IDP, obviously the guys are, you know, there's going to be guys on the field, but when you get in deeper leagues like this, there, you know, it's still valuable to know, you know, who's involved with those rotations. And especially when you're talking about, you know, the off season coming in, um, you know, and guys leaving and things like that. I have a few guys on this team, um, you know, that, you know, okay, right. they were rotational players, but now they're going to get their shot, you know, yeah. at it. So um, that type of stuff is a lot of fun to me. And just the fact of, you know, uh, just adding another dimension to, to dynasty is, is awesome. So yeah, dude, people yeah. gotta, yeah, I mean, obviously if they're listening to this show, they know, but I'll tell people the same thing, man. They gotta, they gotta give it a shot and uh, you know, it helps you learn the league. Absolutely. Well, Kyle yeah. at Kyle FF fellows, you can follow the, at the FF fellows podcast, yep. wherever you get your podcasts um, drops. Do, still doing uh Two or three a week in the off season. We're, we're doing one right now. Um, we had to slow down a little bit with uh, Seth's work, but we still we're we've been doing one a week every single week on uh, Tuesday mornings. Uh, a couple bonus episodes here and there. Uh, we'll we'll start ramping stuff up again here in June. Um, so yeah, you can check out the podcast. You know, and uh, we release super early in the morning. So when yeah. people are commuting to work once again, uh, be sure to hit subscribe. So we'll be there to get you there. You know. It's funny. We always joke around. Awesome. I, I, I always set the time that it's released at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. And uh, our Aussie listener, Peter, gets to be the first one to listen to it because he's probably <laughs> awake at 2 a.m. It's what, like 2 o'clock in the afternoon over there or whatever. So just yeah. in time for his car ride home or whatever he's doing. That's, um, that's good stuff, so, man. Yeah. I, I didn't actually I didn't think about that. I know we got a couple Aussie buddies, too. And uh, that's good. That's good thinking. We should bump ours up a little bit. Yeah, I just joined a league with AJ, um, and Daryl's in it too. Um, Path to Armageddon or something, and he did all the uh, graphics for it. Oh, so yeah. um, I'm not sure if you're a Walking Dead guy, but um, I took over the team, and I decided that my villain had to be Negan because Negan's awesome, nah. and yeah. Jeffrey Dean Morgan's a Seahawks fan, yeah. so it fits very well. There you go. So, um, yeah, those are good dudes. Yeah. We were on their show uh, last season talking Seahawks and Titans, and they came on ours, so we'll have to do that yes. again soon. I know you yes. guys pop on over there every once in a while. Yeah, man, they're they're uh, yeah they're our boys, man. We we really enjoy hanging out with them. So uh, yeah, we've hopped on there a few times. We're in the startup with them right now too, and uh, yeah, man, they're, they're it's funny, man. It is awesome to honestly like that you can get connected through all this just yeah. this game with people all over the place. So you wouldn't get to meet them otherwise yeah. probably. Right. So it's yeah, my uh, wife's yeah, like, really cool. no, I'm no. talking to Australian people. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Might make it there someday. 
Yeah, right? There you go. But anyway. Well, thanks for coming on. And we... I, I, I'm using my yeah, work thank computer. You. I'm using my other computer, so I don't know where our outro music is. So we'll just, uh, you know, Daryl, sing for us, and we'll leave on that. Uh, no. You, you always, <laughs> he must not be drinking tonight, because he's the one who's always trying to be a lounge singer and all sorts of crap, so. Yeah. You, you must not be taking it easy. It's still in the works. still in the works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Good night now. Go Hawks. You missed your line. Tighten up. There you go. Later. See you.